Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Dentley Show with Dr. James Dentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Dentley. Hello, welcome back. This is Fun Friday, man. We are excited. Welcome back to the James Dentley Show, where we don't just think outside the box, because in our world, there is no box, only possibility. Today, I have a very special guest. We're going to have two guests today, but a very special guest. He's actually going to co-host with me, a dear friend of mine. I've been knowing him forever, and you guys may know who he is. If not, let me make an introduction. This gentleman, his name is Mark O'Guire. He was a number one basketball player ever to grace the state of Illinois. You know, he and Isaiah Thomas, they'll go back and forth one and two, but he was the number one draft pick. He, Isaiah was number two, okay? But also, he was a star of the Dallas Mavericks. He was an all-star NBA player, went over to Detroit Pistons, and was a two-time NBA champion. He's a very accomplished businessman. He does a lot of work in the humanitarian space as well. He's out there serving the community, helping children, and now he has a new endeavor he and his good friend uh, Isaiah Thomas in a champagne company as well that's really sweeping the world because it tastes great with low sugar. And, you know, we always like to get our little sip on a little bubbly. <laughs> it's always a good thing. So this is Mr. Mark Aguirre. Mark, welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Good to see you. I'm outstanding, man. Outstanding. <laughs> Look, we've been knowing each other a long, long, long time. You know, a long time. You know, yeah, a real long time. I'm real, real. And I remember moving to Dallas, and I, I used to tell you that you were the first person I ever met that had a real big house. You were the first rich person I ever met. But you always carried yourself just nice and humble. You didn't make all the airs. You didn't put on any any airs whatsoever. You didn't get all bougie, you know. But you handled your business. You were a great consummate pro. So, uh, right now, tell us a little bit about your story, real quick. Well, you know, I think that the, um, coming up in humble beginnings, you know, mm -hmm. West Side of Chicago, you kind of understand uh, that everybody doesn't live the way you know a lot of us live. So that kept me very humble when I moved into the NBA. So. Um, it was not a foreign thing for me to understand how to work hard yeah. and understand how to respect each uh, other people and respect each other uh, in a just a humanitarian way. Mm -hmm. So that guided me on through, you know, my career in basketball, yeah. meaning that I'm blessed in the fact that I could actually uh, be healthy enough to do this, you know, because yeah. uh, as you know, I was born early with rheumatic fever. So mm -hmm. that kept me from doing a lot of sports. So. Um, to actually uh, be cured of a, a, a disease that says you would never, ever play or never, ever do anything and uh, actually come from not being able to run outside to actually being an NBA player. So yeah. that keeps you humble. You know, yeah. it keeps you humble. <laughs> it does keep yeah. you humble. So, I tell you, man, you, you had a lot of great work ethic as well. And, you know, when you're in the NBA and, uh, you know, you're around all these people, all these players, you've been there for a long – how long did you play? 15 years. 15 years. Wow. Most people, what's the average lifespan of a player? Uh, two. Two. Wow. 15. That's, that's, that's saying something right there. Now, in the NBA, great work ethic, man. You had a crazy jump shot. You know, DePaul Blue Demons dream team. We all know about oh, that man. stuff. Oh, you know, you'd be going down there floating. I remember we used to go down to Chicago State and Absolutely. watch you and Isaiah yeah. clown. Yeah. And yeah. you guys used to have so much fun, man. You guys, would have, you guys look, instead of going to the hole, y'all back up and dare people to come to you. <laughs> you get back in the back. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, you know what's so crazy about that is the fact that, um, you know, the background to that is that, you know, we grew up on the west side of Chicago. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, we played in every little backyard, every little playground, every mm -hmm. little thing you could play in. Yeah. And um, when you get to college, there's a different thing, you know, mm -hmm. because you become – 
uh, valuable, you yeah. know, marketable. So um, uh, I was at DePaul University, and I had uh, uh, hear the inkling of that they didn't want me to play. Really? No, because of fear of getting hurt okay. and things like that. But, yeah. um, you know, we had a little uh, little button head at that point because mm-hmm. uh, uh, they didn't want me to play in my neighborhoods. And yeah. I was telling them, like, these are the people that, you know, gave me the sandwiches over the right. fence and yeah. Lamar come get some water and things like that. Yeah. And that translated actually into Chicago State because Isaiah yeah. and I sat down with the summer league guy and said, we need to have one place yeah. where everybody can see us play. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as you know, the Chicago State uh, venue arose from that. And, uh, you know, as you know, you could never get in it. You know, yeah. it was oh man, it was packed crazy. I was my wife was showing me a video about a uh, uh, Lisa Ray was at a party at uh, what's his name? What's that man's name? Uh, at Jamie Fox's house, and the cousins were there. And showing, I saw Lisa Ray. And Lisa Ray used to be before she became Lisa Ray. Yeah. She was Lisa McCoy, yeah. and she used to come to the games. Man, we used to have a lot of fun. And I remember, I remember that was you. Isaiah and Magic, you guys are real close. You guys did a yeah. lot of stuff together. Yeah, really. And I, I've seen you interview Isaiah. We talked with Isaiah in New York, and yeah. uh, you had him on, on a show here yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, we're going to have to get him on your show. Yeah, we gotta, yeah we're going to get Isaiah we're Thomas gonna, over here. Because, because I want well, I want to get him on the show, because I want you to tell me a funny story that you may have, that you guys have coming up. Oh, geez. Uh, i tell you uh, one story. Um, we, we're competitors. Right. We're all competitors. You don't get to the level unless you get competitors. Right. And... Uh, we, uh, Isaiah and I left Chicago. We had just turned pro, you know, so we're all happy and yeah. again, going to pro. And uh, he and his car, we're not driving together. You know, okay. we, we, we can buy cars now. So <laughs> we buy cars. And we head up to Magic's place in uh, Lansing, Michigan. And uh, we're going to have this great time. But we're going to Jenison Fieldhouse where Magic played his college basketball. Mm-hmm. And we're all getting on teams. And, you know, we starting to play. And then that competitive nature comes out. But we're staying at Magic's house. Okay. All right. So we play the games, and, you know, I'm not giving you that foul, and you're not giving that foul, and it got intense, and it got intense. And, uh, <laughs> to make a long story short is that we all drove our own cars back to his house, and then when we got in the house, we all went to our own room to shut the door. <laughs> Oh, we didn't want to be bothered. We didn't like, right. you know, you call fouls. I don't like you and you right. don't like me. Right. We closed the doors and we ate dinner separately. Next day we, you know, came down to breakfast. And, right. But right. after the game, yeah. oh, it was like, I don't want to see you and you don't want right. to see you me. See me. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't knock on my door. Right, right. Oh, my <laughs> but that God. Was, that was I love funny. you tomorrow, but I hate you I hate right you now. right now. I yeah. had no that way. Was funny. That was wow. Funny. You know, I remember uh, when I actually lived in Dallas, and you were down there, and you were playing in Dallas, and I would hold the babies and sit out there with all the wives and all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, that, uh, you know, when we were in Dallas, you know, you were just like the city. I mean, everybody yeah. in the city, you were the face of sports in the city. The Cowboys were going this way. They were still yeah, they were going the other way. team. Yeah, yeah. But it was the Dallas Mavericks just coming up, brand-new franchise. You were the face of that franchise. How did it feel? What adjustments do you have to make stepping into – the level now that you're making money coming from the west side of Chicago, mm-hmm. you're making money. You have the uh, responsibility of carrying this team. Everybody's on you. The coach is on you. Uh, how did you overcome? Because there's some adversity goes with that. What, sure. what helped you? What, what lessons did you learn from going through that? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of twofold. I mean, you have to embrace the city and you have to do things in order to um, let the city uh, understand who you are. Mm-hmm. So you're actually able to uh, do the things that you need to do to empower the city, all the charities and things like that. But it's also important that you actually uh, protect your brand. 
Yeah. You know, and protecting your brand maybe is the hardest thing that you can do because um, on the court, you know, there's certain things that you want to do and be able to accomplish on the court. But then off the court, you know, um, there's a lot of offers that come to you to yeah. do certain things. So mm-hmm. uh, you have to make sure that, you know, you're not insulting anybody. Yeah. You know, you have to do that. But then you have to make sure that, you know, when you are going out and you're speaking to anybody or speaking to any group, um you have to be aware of people trying to uh, tarnish your brand, you yeah. know, because that's also a business, yeah. you know? So that was very difficult to do that and yeah. then uh, be able to um, sustain the brand of the institution, meaning the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was a difficult juggling act, but uh, once you get the hang of it, but it's okay. Yeah. You know, cause all, players go through adversity. I think LeBron James is going through one now Yeah, where uh, they expected him to get to the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. So um, this is one of the things where he has to protect his brand and he has to do other things in order to uh, kind of guide the people back to the the, the, the significance of yeah. his brand before he had this losing season. So yeah. that's that's a tough thing to do. Wow. To do. You know, it's kind of interesting when you're saying that I'm thinking about the brand and it doesn't matter who's listening, who's watching. Um, we have a brand, no matter, we don't have to be an athlete or be a star. Everyone. Everybody has a brand. Everyone. Our kids, our household, what we stand for, uh, uh, just the, the character of the, how we want our children to conduct themselves because they represent yes. something when they walk out and we represent every day. So, Everybody has a brand. So all of us, whether you're in business or not, and in business and outside of your business, then we have to always control the narrative. I have to be aware of the narrative and not be so shade, souche, and or be able to twist it. Yeah, to where you want it. You exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's possible. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. So everybody has a brand. So remember that you have a brand. And you know, I learned a long time ago that your life is your standards. That's that's a part of your brand. Your yeah. standards, everything that's yeah. rolled into that one thing. Yeah. I mean, and then and having that brand, you have to understand and um, basically the things that sustain your brand, you know, because first of all, you have to be believable. Yeah. You have to be believable. So that means be authentic. You got to be authentic and okay. you got to be believable. And and that's a tough task yeah. because when you're being authentic, there are several things and believable, there are several things that you may have to um, go different than the norm mm-hmm. in order to sustain your authenticity. Right. You know, so uh, there's, that's a big effort. Yeah, extremely big effort. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, and know everybody, their brand is so important, you know. And um, yeah, I mean, you should really look into. I mean, there's a thing you can do yourself. You could Google yourself. Mm. If you Google yourself, yeah. you're gonna see like on the first three pages of the Google. Most people don't like reading the first three pages. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, there was a time I didn't like reading. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying that you know, and then at that point, you have to look at you know uh, all the ways to. Uh, like you say, changing the narrative, change yeah. things that are about your brand. So yeah. that was important back in, you know, very, it's important now. It's always important. You know, it's kind of interesting being successful in sports. Okay, it's physical, but it's also so mental. It's also spiritual, too, because you have to keep yourself back on, on a playing field where you can be okay and just be and not the pressures of all the lights and all those other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what are some of the keys you would say to people becoming successful in life and sports and business? That's a common thread. What's some of the keys you think you would even share? Well, I think one of the things that uh, that was shared with me, and it was not by an athlete, actually, mm-hmm. uh, it was by a few business leaders in Dallas. You know, um, Ross Perot Senior. Oh, wow. Yeah, who was a uh, you know a big name, ran for president. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, the thing is, is that you have to have a balance, mm-hmm. a balance of things that keep you 
connected to the importance of what you're doing. Because if you, if you stay inside of that box, meaning that, okay, I'm running for president, mm-hmm. you are running for president, all your focus is on running for president, running for president, running for president, you actually, if you stay in, that, stay in there too long, you lose actually what that really means. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I mean, if you're running for president, that's all I'm thinking, running for president, mm-hmm. that's all I'm thinking. Yeah. So then yeah. if you stay there, but if you step outside that box and say, okay, I'm at home with my you know, family and my yeah. kids and my things like that, you yeah. see the importance of the decisions that you're right. getting ready to make and the things that you stand for. Right. You know, right. and if you stay away from it too long, you forget how it affects certain people. Yeah. You know, and, and being in your day-to-day life, there are things that you do that will affect not only you, but your community, right. Right. your family, your right. kids. But if right. you stay over here, you don't know uh, the day-to-day things that are involved mm-hmm. in affecting your lives. So, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's why I shut my office down and came back home. And I always tell people, man, I'd, uh, and I always say, well, you live life forward, you understand life backwards. When I look at those breadcrumbs, I look at uh, what's really, really important. And when I come home, it, it centers me. Uh, my Absolutely. wife and I, Dr. Kara, you know, we, we work our business together. We play together. We worship together. We raise our children together. You know, we do everything, support each other uh, like that as well. So it's very important to kind of say centered. Well, think, about, think about that. Think about how many decisions you make by sitting with your wife yeah. and you guys discussing things that are not – thought about when you were going to the office every day. Yeah, and I just do what she says and it always works. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good formula. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, hey, that's, that's, good formula. That's, my, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I want to shift, man. You know, we were in my office a while ago and you popped up and my wife told you about this. This oh, yeah. so tick, right? oh, yeah. And I know as an athlete, everybody comes to you with different stuff. I know we have friends of ours, mutual friends who come at you and you know, of course, you can't listen to these people. They don't know what they're talking about. They're not experts. <laughs> but because it was my wife, she got you to drink the tea. Absolutely. And you kind of fell in love. Can you kind of share with everybody why did you like this stuff? And why do you, you believe it and, and share it with people? Well, first of all, you know, um, I, I mean, I like to say now, I got people that inbox me every day about, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, they want the tea. Every right. day they want the right. tea. And I say, I can't buy everybody tea. But... They inbox me every day, but mm-hmm. the, the, the funny thing is, is that you know, being an athlete or ex-athlete, uh, everybody knows you have a brand, you have a name. Right. So what they want to do is they want to give you all of their stuff for you to promote it. Mm-hmm. But in my deal in protecting my brand, yeah. I can't support things that don't work. Yeah, and I never have. You know, I I, mm-hmm. I boil all the way down to me uh, actually doing um, gym shoes when I yeah. had. The, gym shoes. I yeah. mean, I couldn't wear a gym shoe that didn't work. Right. So, um, you know, it. yes, Dr. Denley, uh, she gave me the tea and I was like, well, okay. I went home. I was here. I went to Dallas. Right, you right. Know, it's sitting in my seat. I went at the airport, sitting in my seat. Uh, you know, you know, I don't know. Well, uh, you know what? I'm going to take this thing and just see what it's like. And I took the tea that day, that, that morning. Mm-hmm. And, um, Okay, I drank water, I did everything it says to do. It's okay. And then I took the tea that night. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, you know, I see what it's doing. You know, it's doing okay. And then I took it the next day. Right, right, right. And then I took it the next night. And then I was like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, having uh, regular, you know, yeah. movements. Yeah, right. Just, and I wasn't <laughs> having regular movements. Right, right. And then I regular moves. And then I actually... Fast forward 
about a week after that, now all of a sudden I'm in the gym. Mm -hmm. You know, I hadn't been in the gym in a while. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't have the energy. Mm -hmm. And then I started taking the... Um, the uh, Nutriburst. The Nutriburst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started taking the Nutriburst. Yeah. Then I got more energy. Wow. And then all of a sudden, I, you know, see the little little stomach, you know. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're about to break right. take a quick. We got to pay some bills. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with NBA legend, all-star, and business uh, strategist and expert, Mr. Mark McGuire. And we've got a few more things to talk about. Then we're going to bring on Miss Forrest Riley, the $2 billion lady. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel how do you define work is it that mundane monday through friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment achievement and purpose if you are looking to make your work life the latter tune in to working on purpose with elise cortez there are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. You're listening to Black Friday, every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesdendleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Well, you know what? The, the great thing I like about sitting here with you, Mark, we've known you for a long time, and, you know, this whole growth period, and I'm really honored and thrilled that, you know, we have our friendship. And we're putting together something very special because with all the key people that you know and that I know, we're putting together a very exclusive uh, mastermind dinner and event is going to take place on the 31st of May, mm -hmm. and it's going to be from 6 to 10 Chicago. Uh, we're only going to allow 100 people to come, 100 people, very selective. It's going to be a cost. We're going to have food there, and you're going to 
be able to network and hear from some of the top business thought leaders and athletes and start building relationships because now we're here to build a, a, a tribe of people that are like-minded because we know we're stronger together. So if you want to get more information with that, you can simply uh, email me at JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. And in the subject, and if you're on Facebook Live, you want to type in, uh, mastermind, I want to mastermind with Mark. Okay, and we're going to have people who play at the highest levels and have access to everything that's coming down the pike in terms of technology and opportunity and even humanitarian efforts to work with them with children, with veterans, to be able to get these resources out there so we can help real people uh, grow so they can solve real problems. Okay, So I want to go back a little bit back about the tea for a little bit, and I want to just shift and we're going to talk about um, – the champagne business, man, and, and yeah. what you're doing now with your, with your sports camps and what's going on. So when you got the tea, you drank the tea, it started to work, yeah. and then you gave it to your daughter ended up getting the tea. Yeah, I get my Everybody takes the tea now. Wow. You know, and what's amazing to me is that, you know, what really gets me, and I sit back, you know, I, I think 24 hours, seven days a week, mm-hmm. and I got to shut it down sometime. But I walked into uh, the bathroom, mm-hmm. you know, and I uh, thought about, you know, in my daughter's and my there are so many things that you have to take yeah. that you end up leaving on the shelf mm-hmm. because you're not getting results. Right. You know, I mean, you just, you're at home, go in your, you know, wherever it is, your lose weight uh, thing in the kitchen that you have all of these different things to lose weight or to get this. And, and look at how much stuff you have up there. Yeah. But you're not getting results, so it's still there. Yeah. Now, with the ISOT, I've given it to all my friends. And as of this date, there is no one that I've given it to that is not recording it. Wow. No one. I mean, wow. they all like, look, I love it. It does what it needs to do. But the thing is, is that, you know, people are not aware of uh, the brand. I mean, yeah. they're aware, you know, some people are aware of the brand, but, you know, they, you know, uh, uh, they don't have it on yeah. television every yeah. day like yeah. you see all the other yeah. stuff. So, we as people, we believe what's on television. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? We believe on the television. And then the total life changes doesn't do the yeah. television. So you, you're skeptical. But what I'm telling you guys is that we're being kind of bamboozled by the things that we see on TV that are going to work. And I'm telling you yeah. one that works. And they have so much side effects. But I got an idea. For everybody who's looking on Facebook Live or you're either in the James Sentley show, at the website, www.thejamesatleyshow.com, the first 100 people that uh, send me an email to jd at thejamesatleyshow.com, from yours or mine, sure. the first 100 people, I'm going to send you out a free sample on me and for you just to try it. Just try it. But make sure you want to try it. Be serious about it because this is our life, guys. We're going to get one life. And quite frankly, the foods we eat are causing us a lot of challenges. And it begins in the gut. So we're sending you out a free sample, but go to thejamesatleyshow.com. Say, I want a free sample. Give me your full mailing address and name, and we'll go from there. Well, you know what? I want to say, I don't, I don't know if you can see me on this uh, television. James screamed when I came in the door, is that I, I'm probably down 100 pounds. Yeah. And uh, I've leaned up. I've been on the uh, T for about a year. And you guys that see me all the time, the first thing that you say is, whoa. You know, what is wrong? what's happening with you? Which I say, listen, I'm trying to tell you, and I can't extend it deep enough, is the fact that my system is running the way it should run now. Yeah. You know, and it's not about just losing weight. It's about your system functioning the way it should function. Yeah. 
in that DISOT, now I don't eat anything in the can, which is also helping me now. Awesome. And I'm eating a lot of things that are fresh. I cut out my sugar, mm-hmm. but I got it because my body doesn't want it anymore. Yeah, wow. My body doesn't want it anymore. I mean, yeah. if I eat something that's totally out of whack, mm-hmm. you talking about getting sick? Yeah. You know, I can't go fast food. I mean, if I mm-hmm. did something fast food or something real mm-hmm. sugary or something greasy, my right. body says, wow. <laughs> no, no. You're like, wow, what is this now? Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, yeah. That's really important to what uh, the, the, the ISOT does to you. So, uh, I, you know, don't wait. It's just come and get it. He just gave you a, a, yeah. a number. To, or just come get it. Yeah, we'll give you a free sample. Yeah, give you a free we'll sample. We'll pay, pay for the sample. We'll pay for the shipping. Yeah. All that. We just want you to try it and, right. uh, and, and share it. Guys, share your testimony or share with us what's happening. All my friends. And here we'll do is. that. Yeah, here please, please do that. Yeah. Let me know if you're uh, on Mark's uh, Facebook Live. And you go to JD at the jamesatleyshow.com, put his name in the subject line as well, and I'll make sure that uh, Mark gets back with you personally. Now, sure. I want you guys to know on May 31st, that's just the beginning because you have an up close and personal uh, information and mentorship from Mark and a lot of other very, uh, uh, very accomplished thought leaders who are out there giving and making a difference and really want to bring these people together because we're stronger together and we need each and every one of you to step into your gifts. So, Mark, uh, what are you doing now in business? Uh, you you got the uh, the kids basketball. Let's talk about that, and then we're gonna wait for Forrest Riley. She's gonna be with us in about three minutes. But okay, what are you well, doing in that three minutes? You know, I have a, a <clears throat> something that's dear to my heart. You know, because I've been blessed, um, like I say, beyond uh, my wildest dreams. But right now, I see that basketball was a platform for several things. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a platform to understand. Um, that you're going to actually be working with other people, regardless of what you do yeah. in life, someone you're going to work with. Yeah. So I learned um, to look at everybody else's, whether it's a business, whether it's a, uh, a trade, whether it's anything that they work with and learn how to look at it and look at it in a point where I can incorporate myself with it yeah. or they can incorporate themselves with me. Mm-hmm. But And basketball did that. And right now I see too much individual things being laid out to a kid early, meaning that uh, you don't want to communicate with the other players. You uh, are this superstar. You mm-hmm. don't have to play with other people. Yeah. I'm my own guy. And um, it has basically diminished the the nice in- interior way that you actually play basketball. So right now, I'm working with um, several AAU teams uh, around the city of Chicago. I hope to spread it soon. And I'm working at the Pullman Center, actually on 111th uh, and uh, what is that, 94th. I drive to it blindly now. But um, And I'm actually trying to instill these things in, in kids in a camp. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've worked with uh, Macarena Fire. I've worked with these uh, um, uh, uh Derek Rose's group, okay, and all these things have mm-hmm. five or six teams, and I really like the. Uh, I'm going to set it up probably through James, where you should come out to the Pullman Center, and uh, what I'm going to do is be announced probably through you or through Facebook, where I'm going to have so many kids come out, sponsored by someone else, okay. to be able to just get on the court, and I'm going to try to uh, show them some basics of why you should learn how to play basketball as a team and okay. how important to me. So I do that, uh, and you know about the champagne. Yeah. So we're doing the champagne, and um, I, I'm really just – Low really, sugar champagne that tastes great, man. That's awesome. Yeah, very low sugar, and it's sweeping now. Now we're yeah. in – geez, we're in so many – we're in other countries now. We're in Australia, we're in Portugal, we're in 
all over the place. Canada, right? Yeah, uh, the champagne is in every place. You know. But look, man, I, I just got word, and they're talking in my ear, that our dear friend Ford Riley is online, the two billion dollar lady. I'm just gonna call her my friend, but I watched Ford do some incredible things. Not just being on television as an actress, not being uh, the face of the infomercial world, but now also in the personal development world and helping people achieve breakthrough in their lives. A woman with high energy, always living life to the fullest, no matter what, raised some amazing children that are out there giving back. And Mark, you haven't met her personally, but I want you to meet her now. Hey, Forbes, are you online? I am online. Can you hear me, baby? Yes, we can hear you. Kara's over here, too. <laughs> well, I, I love both of you. Hey, you know what? I see you on my Facebook. How are you doing that feed? I see Gordon So is broadcasting you guys. Well, everybody is broadcasting us, man. We're just out here trying to get the <laughs> word out about everything that we're doing and really trying to promote people that I know and care about and respect who are doing some amazing things. So welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you here. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to have to set up my little Facebook Live so I can co-broadcast. And I'm, I don't want our, our man, Mark, Mark, say hi. There you go. Hello, I'm oh, waving to you, but you can't see me. Oh, <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I am doing awesome. I'm down here in Florida. i heard a lot here. about you. Uh, I'm, I miss you guys in Chicago. I have to tell you, some of my personal development things that I developed were actually at James and Kara's Limitless Space. I was just talking to one of my girls today, and I said, you know, the funny thing is I've met a group of people of a certain ethnicity that are my sisters in a way that I've never imagined before, that I have found women who are uh, vocal and expressive and amazing, not to put down the men, but i got to tell you, I found sisters up there in Chicago that I, I, I didn't know that I had, and I love you both for that. <laughs> well, everybody's just so happy to have met you. You're so giving and everything that you've done. And, uh, you know, for the folks who may not know who you are, can you share with everyone a little bit about your background? Then I want to go into that deep stuff. All right, guys. So here's the deal. Uh, I grew up as a, a goofy little kid. I had a broken nose. I had gotten hit in the face with a baseball bat, frizzy hair. I was overweight, and I grew up in Long Island during the, the 60s where we ate a lot of fast food. And my mom, bless her and rest her soul, she was 260 pounds my entire life. And I will wow. tell you, that left quite an impression on me. Uh, and this dedication that one, when I bought her a year-long membership at a gym and she wouldn't go in, I realized that I needed to dedicate myself to helping women like my mom who were never going to get as fit and love their body as much as I thought I wanted to. Um, I also, you know, it's funny because I talk about my mom and my dad a lot, and I love them both, and I am so blessed to have two parents who just thought that I was the most important thing in the world and that foundation is one reason I have mentored children. I raised a young man from South Central for 12 years who was very sadly before his 21st birthday gunned down and murdered by a kid who grew up a block away from him who didn't understand that what a real family could be and thought he had to join a gang to become part of one. Uh, you guys have seen me on television. If you are an insomniac, I'm your best friend. If you own a Jack LaLanne power juicer, you bought it from me. I spent eight years on television with Jack LaLanne. Uh, I've done 180 infomercials. I've got three running right now that are wildly popular, one on stem cells, one coming out on CBD I'm very happy to talk about, uh, and one on getting kind of a facelift through chin exercises. I know that sounds crazy. And then 
the whole world of home shopping happened, and I jumped in with both feet. Now, I just wanted to be an actress, and this funny thing about God, if you listen to his voice long and loud, I love being an actress. I've been in movies and TV series like 24, and as the world turns, I've, been, I've got a movie right, I've got two on Amazon Prime right now, one called, and you're going to love this, James, called How to Train Your Husband. That's on oh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> okay. How to Train Your Husband. Okay, on Amazon. <laughs> Uh, to get some training on how to do that, because she apparently has got you wrapped around her little finger. <laughs> I wrapped myself around there. Didn't have to go get you. She had to go get me. I wrapped around there. I was like, I ain't going away. <laughs> uh, I love it. And then the second one is called Transcend, and I play a demon. And, of course, I didn't have to have any training for that, but uh, I'm loving those two TV series that I'm in. But here's the thing. When you're an actress, it is all about you. They say, Miss Riley, can I get you a cup of coffee? They bring you very nice checks. You go to red carpet events, and it's a beautiful, fun life. But it is all about you. Think about our wonderful actress, Sandra Bullock, or, or uh, you know, Julia Roberts and Meg Ryan. Not that they can't give back, and many like Angelina Jolie really do. But it seemed that my calling was a little different purpose. And, and I took it hard because I had the lead in a TV series that got taken away from me. And I truly understand the concept of when one door closes, that you have to look at life, that life happens for you, not to you. Right. You know, James, I don't really believe when somebody says, oh, yeah, that happened for a reason. No, no, no. That would mean that somebody's up there keeping score. How about oh. things happen and you find the reason? You realize wow. that the job that you were stuck in, that you got fired from and you're lamenting is where you should not have been in the first place. And I got the lead in a national Fox television series taken away from me after I shot the pilot that was what I wanted. And my agent said, I'm also going to let you go. And I'm like, go? He said, yeah. He said, why don't you just brand yourself? And if you still want to act, make enough money and buy your own movie. Now, I said some really bad things in my head to him on the way out the door. (laughs) But God spoke right through him and said, you know what? That is what you need to be doing. And I've been on a journey for the last 10 years, and you know I do a thing called Forbes Factor, where I take people for five solid days. If you are stuck, if you are confused about why you keep trying to do something and you sabotage it or luck is not, quote-unquote, going your way, I take James people's limiting beliefs, and we all have them, and I shatter them in a way that no other woman has ever done. They like to call me the female Tony Robbins. And you know what? I will happily take that title. Wow. You know what? I remember the first day we met. Uh, we were in Schomburg at a power team event, and I think you spoke or I spoke, and we ended up in the room talking. And, man, we just knew at that particular point we were going to be great friends and we were going to do some stuff. You know, it, 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 that to me is like yesterday. And I remember one thing is that you were trying to get your body under, in, in, in shape, but I met a man in you that spoke like velvet. I had never heard anything like that. When things came out of your mouth, they sounded like they were literally like a red velvet carpet, and you could quote things and make, you know, I don't know. I went on a journey listening to your voice. But I also heard at that point, you and I were both at the beginning, I think, uh, at a very powerful point. And when one spirit meets another, you could could feel it. But I also remember you, my love, sitting in a lobby in a hotel right here in my hometown well, I got to do my Forbes factor on you. Do you remember that? That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, you did. You got me. I learned a lot yeah, that day. I got you because, because this is my calling. And I look at people all the time, and I can see something in them that nobody else sees. And mm-hmm. I, I can see where you could be if you could get unstuck. 
It's a right. gift and it's a curse because I will tell you sometimes it happens online at the grocery store. And I've got people crying in my arms. And my, my daughter says to me over and over again, Mommy, why do people cry around you all the time? And I said, I think it's part of my mission on this planet that <laughs> when I meet you and you feel this comfortable and your soul just lets go of something it's been holding on to, and then I ask you that crazy question, what's your what? first memory in life? And we're going for it. And if yeah. you are stuck or you've been molested or hurt, or you're still carrying the, the phrase that I'm a klutz because somebody, when you're five years old, you tripped over something and they said that to you. What if you could release that? What if you could release the things in your head that hold you to some level of mediocrity yeah. that is right. not God's plan for you on this planet? Now, hold it right there for us. One second. We've got to take a quick break, and the rest of the show, I'm going to just cut you loose. We're going to take a break. And uh, for our advertisers right now, we're going to come right back with Forbes Riley. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you have audacious faith for your business? We help you learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded competitive marketplace. Is your marketing plan in order? How do you set yourself apart? Audacious Faith for Your Business with host Dawn Jordan-Jones will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. Audacious Faith for Your Business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show. You're listening to Black Friday every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. I'm here with Mark Aguirre, two-time NBA champion, 15-year All-Star in the NBA, and my dear friend, Forbes Rally. And the $2 billion lady does not even do her justice because it's really about her heart and just how she serves and she plays full out every time I see her. And we were just talking about um, the time when you were at our speaker camp 
And uh, you got a group of people there, and I was in the other room, and you guys called me back into the room, and you had me stand there, and had every, I don't know what's going on. Everybody got circled around me, and they all dropped to the floor and just sat there. And you had me just stand there. And I didn't know why, but I was obedient just stood there. And you were saying something very profound with that, because I, I also let everybody know that when you asked me what was my first memory, and they kept asking me, what do I want, what do I want, what do I want? I've been able to help other people become free by using that from that day because you broke something inside of me because I teach and I train. I've been, I've taught a million people, but I still don't have that clarity within myself. So I want to thank you for that. But in that moment, that spiritual moment, when I stood there and people were, were uh, just being, showing that gratitude, I even had to get comfortable with it. Can you kind of share a little bit more about that? All right, so here's the deal, and here's what I've come to learn, is that I understand what my purpose on this planet is, and that is to help people break through uh, limiting beliefs in themselves and then have the courage as a woman, and I don't know anyone else who does this, and James, I am on a massive mission to do this, is to allow people to experience their greatness. And how do you do that? And not just talking. I mean, we've got some amazing motivational speakers in this world who will motivate us up one side and down the other. But it is about taking action. It is about viscerally feeling what you got to experience that day. And what happened was I was in a, a class of James, about 100 women, men and women there, and he just gives and serves. And as a leader, that is your job, to serve. And the leaders that we don't like and we don't respect are the ones who are takers, who think that they're the most important. They're not the superstar. And I learned this lesson uh, in a very deep, profound way by somebody showing this to me. And so I've been around James for many years, and I've watched him grow into the most extraordinary man, husband, father, teacher. He's made millionaires of other people. He really is this guy. And some spirit inside of me said, you know what, I don't think he hears this. Because it's hard when you're always out there taking the arrows as the pioneer. Yeah, so some people you look like you're out front and it's great, you might have money and all this, but I gotta tell you, it's some days it's hard. And I said, why don't we honor him in the most profound way? And not unlike some of our spiritual leaders, whether it's being around Jesus or something like that, but getting down on your knees in front of somebody and you standing there as the leader and allowing their love to pour into you without words, but just feel with music and emotion. It's the most amazing healing ever. And in fact, James, I've got to tell you something I'm looking forward to doing. I want to very, very profoundly take a tour around this country called The Healing because people need to experience this. So, Mr. Mark, Mark on the break asked me, well, you know, when you're a professional athlete, man, you're up against all kinds of stuff. You know, it's funny, Mark, recently I've been watching some basketball games where some of these players go out on the court and they're subject to fans yelling horrible things to them and throwing popcorn. And I got to tell you, not only do they need to be slapped upside the head because we don't treat humans that way in today's day and age, and you can root for your team all you want, but I think in some divisive way, that is made to separate us. This is what I don't like about life right now. You're from one state, I'm from another, I don't like you. I root for one team, you root for the other, we're against each other. You're one color, I'm another color. How about we're just humans who are on a mission with entertainment and it's fun and we want to find excellence in each other. I don't think we do that enough for each other. So, Mark, one of the things that I do with people, and I would do this with athletes, because you're going to run up against people that you're training, and they're trying and they're talented, but they're just stuck. You're like, man, if I could open a door. So one of the things that I do is I'll start by asking you, what is your first memory in life? So I've done this with James, and I'm going to take credit. That's why he's now the $15 billion man. But, Mark, what's your first memory in life? Oh, geez. My first memory in life was, believe it or not, um, sitting on a porch 
Um, wondering why I wasn't able to go out and play with the other kids. Okay, so the first thing that I would notice about what you just said in your languaging, because how you enunciate and how you speak to the world is what happens in your life. I often say to people, if you want to see who's going to win a track race in the Olympics, just look at their faces when they pan the athletes, because the winner's already won in his mind. Am I correct? When you go out there and play a game, you've already won? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you just said a phrase that I'm going to say belittles who you are. You said, Forbes, believe it or not. Now, why would you even preface that I would never believe what you had to say? Because somewhere in your life, you're living a life a little bigger than you ever imagined, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that comes through, and you've got to own the fact that you are, you need to enjoy who and what you are just a touch more. That's my first thought for you. My second is, you said you were sitting on a porch and you were not allowed to go play or you were not going somewhere. Where were you not allowed to go? Uh, I wasn't allowed to go and play with the other kids because of an ailment that I uh, had as a child. What kind of ailment? I had rheumatic fever. All right. Let me ask you a question. How old were you at this moment? Uh, I guess I would recommend about five, six, maybe. What decision does a little boy make about life based on that moment? Wow. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> That's a big one. Wow. wow. There's a lot of ways that can go. <laughs> you know? No, no, no. There's just one. You made a decision, and here's what's going to be exciting about this. What, just answer the question. What decision do you believe a little boy made about life at that moment? Well, the decision that made, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. The decision was nothing's going to keep me down? Well, you know, that's a part of I don't want to be here, to, that I'm going to overcome this, and I'm going to get out and play. That was the decision. So Somehow. listen to this, my rock star friend. I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to get out and play. That little boy has been running that story his whole life, hasn't he? You get out there, not only do you make a living playing, am I correct? You, are you didn't get a job, you went out to play, and that's how you've earned your dream. Absolutely correct, yes. Well, that's kind of an interesting conversation, isn't it? I'm going to get out there and I'm going to play. And so now you are a number one draft pick, two-time NBA massive champion, because nobody's going to keep you from what? From wow. playing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. She made me cry. So, look, I love it. It's all you. It's but, there's all you actually, but there's just, I mean, but there, I mean, I understand, but there are so many, especially so where. Actually, so, wait, wait, so, Joshua, my fiance, come here for a second, is a massive basketball player. He's looking at you on my thing, and he's like, oh, man, you used to play against Michael. So, say hi, <laughs> Joshua. Uh, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. <laughs> I, I envy you because I've always wanted to be a basketball player when I was a kid. I, I would play three hours every single day, and um, I'm a bit of a show off because I'm um, I'm a white boy who can jump. So I want oh, to. Stay, oh, you got um, some hops, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you I almost dug from the foul line, but I just didn't have the talent or the size because I was more of a power forward, so I really envy you guys. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, you know what? Let me tell you something interesting about that. Uh, last night uh, on the television, I was about to turn it off, and, and I hit the guide button, and the first thing I saw was a white man can't jump, right? Right. Now, I've been on the phone, like, with Mr. Wesley Snipes, like, every week we, we talk, and we're talking today. This day I was talking to him, saying, man, you know what? We gotta find us a white man that can jump, and I finally <laughs> found one the next day. As soon as I said it, five hours later, you tell me you can jump. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, 
thank you. Oh, man, you ought to see him dunk. It is, I mean, a little bit older now, but he is still flies through the air. You know, one wow. thing I don't like about NBA is the super teams. Because back in the day when you played, every team had a superstar. So as a fan, you look, you know, you had somebody to look to or want to watch your game, and now it's these teams are just overstocked with all the superstars, and I think it takes away from the game. What well, do you we think? Represented our, we represented our city. You know, we had more uh, 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 feeling for representing our city, you know, being the stand-up sports figure, not only for the uh, basketball team, but for the entire community. So that played a lot in mm-hmm. us doing what we did. We, we Now they, I think, more uh, think, thinking about representing, you know, which is not wrong, but representing their brand over anything else. So, you know, it's a little different. All right. Well, just say, I, I don't love basketball quite as much as you guys do, but I have another little guest star over here. I have to introduce James Daly. You know, just came back from school and playing football is rock star McKenna Riley. Hi. Hey, McKenna. How you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I already think when I think of you, I just think of that boat and your heart wanted to get out there and take people out sailing who would want to go but couldn't afford to go, and they were older or had some challenges, and you had the heart to go out there and make it happen. And boy, did you do what you said you're going to do. It's good talking to you. All right, so we're going to preface this so everybody listening gets to hear who the rock star on the other side of me is. She's now 16 years old, but she was about 14 and a half. And I brought her to Chicago, and James, she was so inspired. One of the things that I teach people, and Mark, this is important for you and everybody listening, is the art of the pitch. How do you get a yes when you talk to somebody? How do you make a deal close in your favor? I have a thing called a $101,000 handshake. You meet somebody. How do you connect with them? And so the pitching is the first part of it. And I teach some of those skills, and James brought me up there many times, because when you've got an idea, a charity, a service, a product, you've got to know how to pitch. Nothing to do with selling, but pitching. And McKenna, who's been sitting in the back of the room at home shopping since she was a baby, she says, Mom, one day, I want a boat. And I'm like, well, that's great. You're 12 years old. So remember when I got my boat's license? And I'm like, okay, well, come here. Don't go away, McKenna. And so I brought her up to this amazing group of people, and I was trying to teach her to pitch. And she gets up there. And by the way, this is still an active account at McKennaRileysBoat.com. But the wow. first time she pitched it in public was in front of James. I'm now remembering. So McKenna, what was your pitch? Um, it went a little like, hi, my name's McKenna Riley. I live in Florida. I've, I grew up boating, jet skiing, the whole nine yards of it. And I love it so much, but I have always seen people on the shoreline. And I always, I thought boating was something that everyone did because I grew up doing it. But then it kind of clicked in my head. I'm like, boating is a luxury that a lot of people don't and will never get to afford. So I set up this account to, for disabled people who have never been out in a boat before, older people who went or have never been that would like to go, or poor, like younger kids and things like that. And, and I will tell you, James contributed, uh, Kevin Harrington contributed, and this woman in the back of the room just blew our mind. She said, McKenna, I want to give you $1,000. I'm like, oh, my gosh, wait, 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 that's a lot of money. And she said, well, my, her son had passed away. He'd gone out the back door and drowned in the water behind their home. And McKenna came in the next day and blew all of us away, James. I think you might remember this when she said, hey, can I name my boat after your son, Drew? Well, yeah, I remember. Wow. That was Melissa Gallimore, absolutely. 
Absolutely. You know what? We've been doing some great things. She is such a rock star. Guys, if you want to contribute to this, because we're still in flying people down and really doing this, it is McKenna, M-A-K-E-N-N-A, McKenna Riley's Boat.com. Or best yet, if you just want to reach out to me and say hi that you love listening to this. And Miss Tasha Carter just popped on my live feed. Hey. Um, just go to ForbesRiley360.com. All my social media is there. All my free gifts are there. Everything that I do is at ForbesRiley360, because I know we're going to run out of time. ForbesRiley360.com. And you got your gifts there. Hey, let me ask you a question. Can, can I get you back here in the market line? We can co-host it. Myself, Mark, and Kara, we're going to try host it. Can, can, can you come back in two weeks and take the entire show and just share with everybody what you're oh, doing? I want to get people plugged in what you're doing. That would be I just love you. I, from the very, very bottom of my heart, the answer is absolutely yes. You know I would do anything for you. And like you said, and Mark, it was nice meeting you. You just made Joshua smile from ear to ear. <laughs> Every day he's watching basketball and, and, and football, and I, I didn't know much about sports until I met him, so it's kind of exciting for me. Well, but it Joshua, would be my honor. I know how much people love you, James, and, but, and you've created a community, and that is now my heart. I played small for a long time, and my goal is to support you and so many other people. So yes, yes, and yes. Absolutely. Well, Joshua and I need to connect, so I'm going to make sure James sends the information to you so off of the air and things like that, we can get into some real nitty-gritty about ball. What you think, man? Oh, man, you would just make – you would just grinning from ear to ear. He will bore you with statistics and things that you forgot. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk a little bit. <laughs> we need to talk a little bit. I will bit. make that happen today. <laughs> and, Joshua, you can redeem me because I remember, you know, I'm a little older than Mark. But I remember we would go out because Mark was the first one of the first NBA players, maybe the first one would ever come back and play on the schoolyard yeah. uh, in, the, in the neighborhood. Everybody else, they, their contracts, wouldn't even, they didn't even do it. They were I made a lot of contracts. Totally same. Yeah. Well, next yeah. time i got to be hanging out in Chicago with you guys. In fact, hey, you know what? For my birthday, April 25th and 26th, I'll be in Chicago because it is the National Fitness Hall of Fame inductees. And by the way, by the side of my life, Mr. Mark, I'm in, I got inducted in 2010 to the National Fitness Hall of Fame because of my spin gym. And I know James has got one sitting there in his lap that he can't wait to show you. Kara has a spin gym. Not, I'll make sure you get one. I got the yep. greatest fitness product you can hold in your hand Kara, and do anywhere, Kara, anytime. Kara has everybody in the park when she does a, a walk uh, daily. Uh, with the spin jam doing it. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to come back. We're going to integrate Facebook Live and Zoom when you come back in two weeks, and you can show everybody how to spin jam and, start, and, and let everybody get the spin jam. They can donate to McKenna on there. They can donate for our children, helping them uh, finance their books, and we can all have a great party and go out there and change some lives and help people achieve their breakthrough. That would, enough? that would be great. That sounds awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me, and I will see you again in two weeks. You got to right. thank you so much. Thanks, McKenna. Thanks, everybody. Thank, hey, hey, thank McKenna. all of you guys. Kara says hi. All right, you guys. That's going to conclude our show. You know, we, we made a decision about a few weeks ago that we were going to take letters from people who are having some hardships in their life, and we're going to help a few people, maybe one person every couple of weeks, and we're going to pay their bills. And we're not doing it to showcase them. We don't want to put them on the show, and we're not going to tell you who did it. And You know, they, they can do that. But we want to be able to give back and uh, to much is given, much is required. But it's such an honor for us to be able to just help other people. So if you know somebody who's struggling, a single mom or a single dad and any little help, have them send me an email and tell me their story at jd at thejamesentleyshow.com. Uh, we're going to do that. And also, if you want to contact me directly at uh, jd at jamesentley.com or even at that, at that email address, and if you go on Amazon right now, the five frequencies of high performance is $20. They can't keep them. We keep running out. 
But if you come to me directly and email me, I'll get you a book for $15. 100% of this goes back to our children, our veterans, and our seniors. And we got a lot of work to do this summer, especially here in Chicago and different parts of the country, to keep our children safe and keep them thriving and teach them how to get ready for this new economy and use their imagination to let them know they're good enough. It's like each and every one of us are more than enough. So we're going to conclude our show at this time. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to come back again next week. Mr. McGuire, you're going to come back with me next week? Absolutely. All right. We're going to have a, a Daniel Putter, who's an AMA championship fighter. He's opening up schools all over the country. Matter of fact, they want to put a school in my name, and I'm sure they want to put one in your name in Dallas, too. So we can connect you with him. They're doing some phenomenal work in the community. And also, uh, we're going to come back with this phenomenal young pastor who's doing some great work, but he is also a business person. He's going to teach you how you can worship, but also do business and serve your community and not rhetoric. We're going to pray. We're also going to write some checks. So we're going to help some folks <laughs> and lead them to the promised land by saying, follow me. So that's going to conclude our show. Thank you guys for plugging in. We'll see you next week. The James Hilly Show, where we don't think outside the box because there is no box. You guys have a great week. We'll talk to you guys in a week. Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.